So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. Uh, I do too, because I host this podcast. And um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7.com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost, both, both based on some fantastic movies. So, uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And uh, you can also hit me up um, through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, we're back. We're in home stretch, folks. Um, so when we left off, uh, Vincent and Irene had a very nice evening together in Irene's house. Um, so the next morning though, Vincent wakes up in a panic and it's still dark out. It's like right before dawn. Uh, he wakes up in a complete panic cause he realizes his DNA is everywhere. He sees hairs on the pillow and everything. Um, he panics so much that he runs out onto the beach and attempts to, to do a deep scrub with, with some rocks he's found on the beach, but he realizes it's not going to work. So he heads back inside. Um, it's at this point that Irene notices Vincent's scars from the uh, leg lengthening or from the height, the heightening. <laughs> and, um, you know, she asks him about them and he tells her, you know, he's got that 99 LeBaron story where he got, you know, the bumper lines up with the scars. Um, but it's funny because she's in a lot of ways oblivious to what's going on, but in a lot of other ways, she knows something's up, right? Because her, her response to him is that, did you make that up or do you use it all the time? Yeah. Um, and he admits to using it all the time. Um, she still thinks he has something to do with the murder, but isn't seeing the larger picture yet. So I kind of repeated my notes, but that's, that's my vibe on, on that. Um, so Anton is now looking at Vincent's invalid ID at the station as Hugo walks in. Um, once again, Hugo becomes laser focused on that. And, uh, you know, Anton pushes back on that again. Um, Anton's now back at Gattaca, rifling through Jerome's desk. Um, Irene notices this and then runs to find Jerome Vincent uh, to tell him to go home. She just says, you look ill, you should go home. Um, Vincent heads out as Irene tells Anton that Jerome has gone home. Um, he immediately recruits her because he knows that they're in cahoots uh, to show him where Jerome lives. Um, and at the same time, we see Hugo re-examining uh, the director's corpse. So he takes a swab to the director's eyeball um, and then drops it in the tester. And he now has a new suspect. Um, we kind of can't see it yet. It, it sort of pops up, but they cut, uh, nicely cut it uh, before we see who it is. Um, Vincent calls up Eugene to warn him that they are on the way. And he's got to be ready. He's got to be Jerome for the day. Um, as Anton and Irene head for the house, this is a great scene, uh, just a physical, stressful scene. Uh, Eugene uh, pulls himself up the stairs. He's downstairs doing the samples. Pulls himself up the stairs just on his hands. Um, he makes it up there just in time to answer the door um, and let them in while he positions himself on, on a chair to make it look like he's casually sitting. That was really, uh, yeah, it was a really great tension in that scene. Yep. They, they really, really did a good job. I mean, Obviously, you know he's going to make it up there, but just the, the, the stress yeah. and just getting up there. And then the fact that I, I like that they arrived before he made it all the way up the stairs, right? It, yes. it'd be, yeah. That added even more attention to it because you know he's, he's going to make it up there more than yeah. likely, right? But it's just that, that actually like, oh, my gosh, he, he's not even up there all the way yet. And they're at the door, you know, ringing the doorbell. Absolutely. And, and you know, yeah, it, it, it also points out his genetic superiority because even without legs he's able to pull that off where most yeah. people could never do that. You know, um, I like that. He positions. The last thing he does is he takes one of his legs, fold his legs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Casual. Exactly. Uh, so they, they, they come inside and Irene and Eugene are both, they're both very uneasy, but they immediately slip into the acting, you know, within the film and act as if they know each other. Um, you know, Eugene plays it up because that's Eugene. He says, oh, give us a kiss. 
and she comes over to kiss him on the cheek and he turns and she has to kiss him on his lips. Um, you know, he's just playing little games. Um, so Anton, you know, looks suspiciously at Eugene. Um, he then takes a blood sample and um, it's really cool. Again, the minute details that lend to the greatness of this movie. When he brings the needle to the arm, there is scar tissue from all the times Eugene has taken blood, has drawn blood. There's a huge, just, you know, glob of scar tissue with all, with all the needle punctures. Um, of course, this blood, um, you know, comes back and says, it's Jerome. Um, they, you know, even Irene, when she looks at the scanner, she's taken aback by this, because this is finally when she puts two and two together, you know, as to what she's been dealing with with, with uh, Vincent all this time. Um, uh, Anton starts to head out and gets a call from Hugo letting him know that they've got their guy finally um, so we are going to play another clip how are you Jerome? not bad Jerome how the hell did you get up here? oh I can always walk I've been faking it. Irene. 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 Don't touch me. Listen to me, Irene. I don't even know who you are. I'm the same person I was yesterday. I can't hear any more of your lies, Jerome. Oh, my name is Vincent. Right? Vincent Anton Freeman, and I'm a faith birth or a degenerate, whatever you want to call it. But I am not a murderer. You're a godchild. But we do have one thing in common. Only I don't have 20 or 30 years left in mine. Mine is already 10,000 beats overdue. It's not possible. You are the authority on what is not possible. Aren't you, Irene? They have got you looking so hard for any flaw that after a while, that's all that you see. For whatever it's worth, I'm here to tell you that it is possible. It is possible. So it's a very emotional scene because they both come to that, this realization and it's now to the point where Vincent is, is teaching Irene how to look past that veil that's put over her and everybody else that we've already talked about, you know, with, with the, you know, just having complete faith in the genetics and nothing else. Um, so I love that she calls him a God child. Yeah. I, I, I really yeah. like that. And the more I was thinking about it and the fact that, again, he's, he should already be dead. Uh, his heart should have given out a long time ago. Yeah. And yet here he still is. And I kind of, you know, when she said Godchild, I thought, man, I guess, I guess he's sort of a miracle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right? that's and, you're absolutely right. Yes. And, uh, and yeah. so I, I, I just, I love that. And, and, and you can see he's like, you're a Godchild, you know, like that, it's like a, obviously a weird thing for anyone to, to be born that way anymore. Um, so he's special in that, in that sense. But yeah, I thought, I thought that was really, really cool. And it's like, yeah, he's, he's, he's a miracle because he should be, he should be dead. Right. Should have been dead, you know, probably a couple of years ago, but he's, he's still hanging on because he's a miracle of life. Yeah. Yeah. He should and stand on top of a roof somewhere and say, I'm a golden God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's also cool the way he, he really takes a shot at Irene in order mm. to open her eyes when he tells her that she's the authority on what's not possible. Not what's possible, what's not possible. Because she has held herself back. She could go on these missions if she just believed in herself and not what the genetics tell her to believe in. 
Yep. So, um, and it does. It opens her eyes. You know, it, it, it maybe hurts her for a second, but it opens her eyes. So, um, all right. So, after that, Anton arrives back at uh, headquarters to find Director Joseph is being held. We learn that in the end, it's, it was Joseph all along. Um, he wanted nothing to stand between himself and the launch uh, because it was his last opportunity because the next window was 70 years from now. So the director was getting in his way, so he took him out. Um, and again, I love Hugo's delivery. And he's been so cooperative since the launch can't be delayed now. <laughs> you know, I like uh, how the, the main uh, bad guy and good guy of the movie are Joseph and Vincent, which is my fucking name. There you go. You are, but you are the main bad guy and good guy. I am. All in one. All in yep. one. And, and we both have the same, the same reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> we both wanted the launch. <laughs> exactly. That's why we love you. This reveal was maybe the only part of the movie I didn't necessarily dig. Because yeah. it felt like it was going to be a bigger twist or shock oh, okay. or, or whatever. And when it happened, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I but, I, but, I, but I think the movie was less uh, it, less about the murder. Like that was a catalyst for all this, and so it, they yeah, you, you, yeah. Didn't, you didn't need a big one. Um, but I do love the way um, uh, what was it? Gore, right? Yeah, yeah. Gore. Yeah, Vidal. yeah. Go no, no, I'm not Gore. I'm sorry. No, the the, detec the detective Alan Arkin's character. Oh yeah, Hugo. Hugo. Sorry, why does I say Gore? Hugo. Um, I love how he said, "Well, sir, we're going to celebrate, right?" And and just and Anton is just kind of like, uh. Uh, sure, but then you can see that look. Like you said, he's already figured out that yep. these two are connected, yeah. and then he and when he leaves the room, he goes kind of like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured. I, I knew you. I knew you would not like this that we found the murderer, right. because you yeah. wanted to be your brother. Because I know that's your." But he had that knowing look on his face. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is I watched some deleted scenes, and there's a deleted scene where Hugo actually uh, uh, confronts oh, Anton really? about. He was like. So I did some digging myself, sir, and I found this, uh, you know, found this hair, and I put it. I said something was going wrong. I put two and two together, and I did some more research, and uh, yeah, I knew there was something about there was a connection between you two. But he says, but uh, something like I have empathy or something like that. So I'm, huh. I, I, I could report you, but um, eh, you know, I guess my my empathy is a weakness or something like that. And he just he just walks off. But yeah, he actually does confront him. Uh, about okay. it, so it's it, uh, from a deleted scene uh, versus I like, but I, I prefer the subtlety of the way that look at the end, like, mm -hmm, yeah, I know, okay. I know, yep. I know that's that's your brother, but they, but of course we never see Hugo again after that. That's that's his last scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very cool. Because it, it would have just been another character who's willing to like sweep shit under the rug for this, yeah. you know, right. right. Out of the principle of like, yeah, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with being like a normal dude and and. You get that enough from some of the other characters in this movie, you know, yeah, his yeah. old boss, and yep. yeah. All right, so uh, Vincent and Jerome now talk quickly about you know the detective who was there. Uh, Jerome describes him as you know just a cop, and uh, but Vincent knows who it is, and he he knows he has to meet him. Uh, so uh, this is our second to last clip. It is five minutes long, but it's worth it. But so. don't worry, because the last one's also five minutes long. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit less long than this five-minute long one. Fuck you, Doug! I'm sorry. Oh, I doubt I'm the only one who's at five-minute clips on this show. So. I, I do ten-minute clips. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. So, uh, roll it. More footsteps. I'm about to say the same thing. More footsteps. <laughs> I could have cut him out. <laughs> My God, you have changed. Has it been so long you don't recognize your own brother? Are we brothers? Parents both died thinking they'd outlived you. I had my doubts. What are you doing here, Anton? I should ask you that question. I have a right to be here. You don't. 
You almost sound as if you believed that. I committed no murder. You must be disappointed. You've committed fraud. Listen, you're in a lot of trouble, Benson. I can get you out of here. Do you have any idea what it took to get in here? You've gone as far as you can go. You come with me now. There are still a few million miles left to go. It's over. Is that the only way you can succeed, is to see me fail? I'm telling you. It's God, even you are going to tell me what I can and can't do now. In case you haven't noticed, I don't need any rescuing. But you did once. Well, you've got all the answers. How do you explain that? You didn't beat me that day. I beat myself. Who are you trying to convince? You want me to prove it to you? It's not important, Anton. It's forgotten. I'll prove it to you. You want me to prove it to you? I'll prove it to you! I do. Too far out. You wanna quit? We're too far out! You wanna quit? No! How are you doing this, Vincent? Have you done any of this? We have to go back. Oh, it's too late for that. We're close to the other side. What other side? You want to drown us both? You want to know how I did it? This is how I did it, Anton. I never saved anything for the swim back. Yeah, it's a long clip. Yeah. So, so, I I never saved anything for the swim back. Fucking crushed me. Right. Exactly. And it becomes right. like the rallying cry for this whole movie, like yep. the you know indomitable human spirit in the right. face. Oh my god. Of, you know, it's yep. just fucking awesome, man. Dude, literally the words you just spoke. I I was telling this this <laughs> telling a friend of mine about the movie, 
And I, I wrote that exactly the way you just said it, the indomitable strength of the human spirit. I literally wrote that. Yep. <laughs> so, but the other thing I was going to say too was the thing I got from this was, um, and this is a phrase I, I use often, is do it afraid. Mm. Right. Do it afraid. It's, you, you, you have to get out there. Will you fail? Maybe. But maybe you won't. Right. But if you if just just do it, even though you're afraid, even though you're unsure, you have reservations, just so he didn't say anything for the swim back, which is like, I'm afraid I'm, I'm going to drown. But guess what I'm going to do? I'm still going to I'm going to get in this water. Right. and I'm going to I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. I'm going to I'm going to be afraid, but I'm not going to let that yeah, stop. Me. It's like I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a quarter mile. But yeah, it's the uh, it's the antithesis of uh, of the real Jerome talking about how he wasn't born to be second. Yeah, the expectation. That's, but that's why he was second. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's all he thought about was the fact that he was born to be at yeah. the top of the podium. Well, if you got he, nothing, you got nothing to lose. Ah, I see what you did there. So, yeah, that's an amazing moment, really is. It gets me, it chokes me up every time I hear it. It really does. Um, so, yeah, so in the end there, uh, Anton doesn't have anything left for this one back. Um, so Vincent has to save him again the second time, bring him back up on shore. Um, they part ways, and uh, Vincent heads back home to find Irene waiting in a car for him. Um, she asked him about crossing the street that night and realizing that he couldn't see. So that he, basically, again, he did it on faith. Um, he then gives her a strand of his actual hair uh, to test, but she does the same thing. She lets it blow away in the wind and says, Oop, the wind took it. Um, and now they, they spend their last night together before they launched. Yes, exactly. I think it was more a huggy, cuddly night. That's, That's true. That's what I want to think. Oh, you are so wrong. You uh, know what kind of night it was. Pussy. Puss, 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 wow. pussy. Fuck you, Doug. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Get wow! <laughs> I don't know. That's all you can say. That's the worst thing you found, Joe. Was it fucking buttons? <laughs> 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 uh, so the, <laughs> the next morning, uh, Vincent he wakes up to see uh, all the prep that Jerome has done for him. Um, Jerome describes it as enough. Enough samples for two lifetimes when he gets back. Um, Vincent says that he doesn't know how to thank Jerome, but Jerome corrects him and says he needs to thank Vincent. Um, I only gave you my body. You gave me your dreams, um, which is also another friggin' moment that. Yeah. Me, like right oh in the throat. Mm -hmm. Right in the throat. Um, it was it was so beautiful. Um, it's also it, very cruel because they they uh, telecast what was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like you knew, you knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but you didn't know it was gonna happen that soon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. You think well, maybe this guy will die within the year while he's gone. Not as soon like, as he opened up that that closet, that's, yeah. the, one, that's the part of this movie that fucked me up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, he did, you know. He, I mean, though, that's going out like a fucking boss. Like, I'm not gonna well, lie. Yeah, yeah, he went out on top. There's no that's that's like it. going out Florida style. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna move on. That's all. Um, <laughs> so it's at this point that, that um, Jerome gives Vincent an envelope, but he tells him, only open it when you're upstairs. And, of course, the first time I heard this, I thought he meant upstairs in the apartment, but he didn't. He meant upstairs in space. Yeah. Um, so here's the last clip. It's another five-minute clip. It wraps up the movie, and then we can dive into ratings and, and talk about it more. Like got you nervous? Well, there's a problem, Lamar. I never did tell you about my son, did I? He's a big fan of yours. 
Just remember that I was as good as any and better than most. He wants to apply here. I could have gone up and back and nobody would have been the wiser. Unfortunately, my son's not all that they promised. But then who knows what he could do. Future reference? Right-handed men don't hold it with their left. Just one of those things. You don't miss your flight, Vincent. They say every atom in our bodies was once part of a star. Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm going home. Such a great end. It is. Yeah. It's just so freaking good. I mean, yeah. beautiful. It, it, you know, we know that. Vincent accomplished this because of his drive and because he didn't save anything for the swim back. But there's so many characters in this movie that helped him do it. Lamar. Lamar was in on it from the friggin' start. <laughs> from the first time he saw him, he knew what was going on. Yep. 
and he helped him every step of the way without Vincent ever knowing it until the end. And and, and Caesar yeah. helping him. And, and, and on top of that, he, he complimented him. his dick. Like, yes. how much better a friend do you need? Like, right? you help me out, like, get through my shit, and you tell me I have a great dick. Like, you're like my best friend. Lamar is the coolest. Um, and I, I love that it, they didn't make him, he's a, a medical professional, and they didn't make him into an idiot that just had no yeah. clue yes. what was happening. I love that they didn't make this guy out to yep. be just, you know, yeah. just another... So yeah, that was awesome at the end when he's just like, like I'm not surprised. I'm, I know who you are. Yeah. And well, then he calls, then he calls him by his first name, his actual first name, yes. Yes. which I thought was just beautiful as well. Yep. But the other thing that I, I stuck on was he said, you know, my son is not everything they promised, which means there are people that get their genetically enhanced children, yeah. and they stay. It, it's not a foolproof system. You can exactly. you can spend ten grand to get your kid to be the next Van Gogh. And he comes out and he can barely, you know, draw a stick figure. Um, so there's flaws in their so-called perfect eugenic system as well. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. he obviously saw Vincent like, well, if Vincent can do it, then right. maybe my son. Well, I mean, if you it. look at him himself, he doesn't look like he was genetically enhanced. <laughs> no, he no, 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 because he's older. Here. You know, yeah. he's older. So you're right. He his first foray into that was with his child, and it didn't work out. Like, yeah, like Mark described. I mean, it's kind of like the Bush daughters. It's a huge disappointment from a oh, fucking family God. of wealth. Holy shit! <laughs> I think they're the only good ones, actually. Um, oh, but still. it was it was really touching, and it was a very humanist kind of story. Although yeah. I will say, in that last shot when he's narrating, they show the other astronauts, and by the way, the astronauts are just wearing suits. I was going to yeah. say the same thing. Yeah, they there's no space suits. They don't. They don't yeah, get yeah. into well, like. A, I was really there's no room with the, the, with the with the smoke coming down, like the clean room, <laughs> yeah. and they're not putting on helmets. They're just sitting in chairs. Like I like, was impressed by that door, though. It's like. Yes, it was a solid door. But they're rocking, you know, just like Calvin Klein suits. Yeah, And they show all the other astronauts first, and their eyes are all open, and then they cut to Ethan Hawke's character, and his eyes are closed. And the first thought I had was, like, did this motherfucker have a heart attack? Oh, jeez, right? After all that. Well, maybe he just wanted to prove he could do it. Yeah, there's something to be said. Or maybe when Jerome died, he died. I mean, I'm not going full conspiracy theory on it. I just it it caught me for a second. I was like, wait a second, what? Oh, okay. I, just... I do like the. Well, he's still they... narrating, so I guess he's alive, right? He yeah, turns yeah. the the uh, incinerator on right as the rocket fire comes out. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh. Yeah, right. That was yeah. a great way to do that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Great transitions. They're great, and that this this shows you. Like I said, there's a lot of deleted scenes, and some of those deleted scenes didn't move them. I could tell, like, okay, yeah, that didn't push the narrative forward. That would have slowed it down. No, that wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Um, so this this shows how edit, how important editing is because they yeah. could have kept that crap in there and I would have been like there was a whole scene where actually uh, Vincent and um, and uh, Ernest Borgnine's character uh, the janitor manager or whatever actually had a scene together he was like good luck up there and they're they're like on the locker room and Vincent's in a suit and everything else yeah. and it's like okay that yeah I'm glad they took much. that out because that that would have been they were having this interaction and then yeah. he leaves he leaves. Uh, a, a, a telescope in his locker. He says, I have some trash in my locker. I need you to get his. I'll take care of it. He, he opens it up and he takes a telescope out. And uh -huh. I'm thinking, okay, so now is the story about him trying to prevail at 72 years old, however old this guy yeah. is in the movie? Yeah. And oh, I was he's like, he's yeah, like hey, put this shit outside and watch me succeed. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just I mean, it kind of felt like I'm glad you know, he took that scene out because that, that reason, they're, they're deleted for a reason. Correct. Yeah. All the scenes yeah. you described are cool to know, but the movie would have been worse off if they were in it. Originally, when they did the original cut of this movie, it was three hours long, and all they did was shorten the hallways for the walking scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very A lot true. of walking. They probably still could have cut another 20 minutes out by shortening it even shorter. Yeah, but... Um, the Zack Snyder yeah. slow-mo effect, right? Yeah. Too like, much yeah, it. such a great flick. You know, it, it really is. So. Yeah, we had, we had two weeks in a row of really good movies. Right? Um, yeah, so that's Gattaca, folks. We made it through. Um, that puts us where? I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, 
Rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Well, were you entertained? Very much. So. <laughs> Very much. Very much so. Well, our, our guests on this show always get to go first. It's kind of like the, uh, the thing of honor. So go ahead, Mark. Give us your rating. Um, well, ultimately, the movie is about perseverance, right? It's, it's about, despite everything that you may, like I said, do it afraid, despite everything you might feel as though you can never accomplish, and then the world tells you, uh, no, you can't do this. Uh, one thing I thought about also was I saw a story about the the scrub scrub daddy sponge. Ooh, is he, a, little, is he from Miami sm- too? The little smiley face. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> is he, he like Trick Daddy's he, brother? He, he went on Shark Tank, and Mr. Wonderful turned it down, and Mark Cuban turned it down. Now I think Laura actually did get into the deal with it, but even to the point where if Mark Cuban tells you no, you keep going. Right. I mean, that guy yeah. could have been like, oh, wow, Mark Cuban told me no. So I guess I guess I should just stop what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he persevered. And now he's, you know, a multimillionaire. And uh, Vincent, uh, again, despite all the odds against him and everyone telling him, even his parents telling him the only thing you're the only closest you're going to get to a spaceship is if you're cleaning it. So right. he went against all odds. And I, I think this, there's just so many levels to this movie. You could you could do a whole thesis about about the film yeah. Yeah. um and they're just you know the score the, the the cinematography the architecture just everything the acting um but i you know uh i so i would i would give it a solid four um but uh i okay. this in terms of like sci-fi films it's what i call it, I call it the thinking man sci-fi but it's uh, it's one of my favorites so yeah I'll, I'll give it a four all right who wants to go next nice. I'll go next, man. Uh, 90s sci-fi movies are so hit or miss. Yeah. And there's so many of them that put, um, you know, style over substance. I'm looking at you fucking Bruce Willis on a meteor <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't want to oh, close my oh, eyes. Don't blame Bruce for that, man. That's my I don't want to be I do love that movie, though. I just want to <laughs> sing the song about my daughter getting railed on an asteroid. <laughs> exactly. So, I I appreciate sci-fi movies from this era that are smart. And uh, we recently did uh, Being John Malkovich. I put this in the same category as a movie like that, where there's some weird stuff going on. And you know, this one definitely leaned more sci-fi and leaned more, like I said, Twilight Zone. I got Roddenberry vibes from it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I enjoyed what it had to say. Like I said, it felt like the science fiction aspects were just a backdrop to like this really sort of touching story about, mm-hmm. like Mark said, perseverance in the human spirit and all that. So, all that said, um, I'm <clears throat> I'm stepping right in line with you, Mark. I'm giving this a solid 4.0 out of five. It is a uh, nice. it's a movie I'm not familiar with, and uh, it's kind of it feels like a hidden gem from that era for me. So sure, excellent, nice. I'm gonna phone a friend for my um, my call here. I gotta I gotta hear this motivational. I tell you, I love haters. To be honest with you, I show them nothing but love, and and they're the gasoline to the fire. To be honest with you, if you're not getting hated on, you ain't doing shit right. <laughs> you need people talking about you. You need people saying I don't like that person because in turn, they really want to be you. Yeah, tell them, Pitbull. I love a hater. I have no idea who the fuck that is. That's Pitbull. I love a is him doing a TED talk because haters explains what he said. Yeah, haters let you know you're doing things right. Because if people ain't hating on you, you do you ain't doing shit right. You know you know who says that? People who have everybody fucking hate them. That's who says that. (laughs) No, yeah, but you hear the thing is everyone thinks they're so good. They think they're so much better than you, and they're just hating on you because you're the little man. Like you ain't shit. Like look at me, I'm Vincent. I ain't shit. So I ain't supposed to succeed? All right, motherfucker, I'm going to show you. You can be my hater, and I'm going to come here, and I'm going to show you who the fucking boss is. You just okay. got that's what real did. fucking Miami okay. on us all of a sudden, man. Right? I, I, mean, I, I was, wait, I was waiting for the connection. Okay, I, I'm But that's what I'm saying. Like, 
Vincent got hated on. He's like, oh, you was born in a Riviera, man. Fuck you. And he's like, bro, I'm fucking better than you. I will swim because I don't save shit. Like, I'm not sitting here holding back. I'm giving everything on the fucking table, and I'm going to beat your ass out to the ocean. I don't care if I get back because you know why? I'll fucking float back, but I will win, motherfucker. Yeah, but and see, one, one did something of substance, and the other one is did nothing. So, you know, Vincent did something, and Pitbull hasn't True. done shit. <laughs> yeah. No, what really. If you, if you look at what he's done, it's, it's vapid crap. So, well, you know, I mean, he can talk them, all he wants. One of them but... is a fictional character, and the other is a Cuban immigrant who came in and started at the bottom, <laughs> okay. and now he's way at the fucking top of the entire entertainment industry. So, okay. uh, right. Worldwide. Saying, worldwide, yep. Mr. 305. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I'm not talking about Pitbull in general. I'm talking about what he's saying. What he's saying okay. is, I like haters. So this movie speaks to me because all these people on the top are telling me I can't do shit. But you know what? I'm not going to listen to them. I'm going to do this shit. And this movie fucking motivates me. Like, this movie gets me pumped and gets me hyped because, like, it's about the little man who's been told his whole life he ain't good enough. And what does he do? He goes to space. He makes this shit happen by hustling. You know, it ain't legal what he's doing. He's out running these streets. He's out getting this illegal illicit <laughs> substances, and he's doing his thing. And he's you know what? He's running these streets. He running I love from it. The, he let running from the police. Let him run. Yeah, welcome to my hood. Damn, let yeah. him run. It's, 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 so, so basically, it's a gangster movie. It's just about... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of Scarface in space. The yeah. German, the, you, know, you know what that was? That was right out of Animal House. The Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. Don't stop me. He's on a roll. <laughs> but, but all that being Same said... Shit. I love what, actually what Eric just said. Like, made me. I I was already giving this movie a higher score, but I'm gonna bump it up even higher because you're right. It is more Star Trek than Star Wars when it comes to sci-fi. It's just very Roddenberry, and I fucking love that. Yeah. And um, Jude Law's performance is lost in this movie as being so great. Yeah. Like yeah. because because he's just kind of there. Like, but whenever he's on screen, like he yeah. just demands your fucking eyes. Oh, like, yeah. There's so many people in this movie that just like. It's hard because everybody's the. There's right? never. There's not really many bad performances in this movie. No. Everyone's just great. No. Um, the story's great. I mean, I'd like to kind of know what they're doing in space. You know, but. <laughs> I, I, I think I think the mystery of it is better than actually seeing. Yeah, it, I mean, I, yes. I'm I'm happy enough to suspend disbelief for that, and uh, I I really enjoyed this. I, I I haven't watched this movie in a while either, so it was kind of nice to see it again. Um, and I'm going to go a solid, I was going to go a 4.0, but I'm giving Eric that bump. So 4.1. Hey. All right. Okay, there we go. Excellent. Nice. Well, I guess that leaves me. I don't know. Everybody stole my thunder. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, Come on, Doug. Let's get that Northeastern gangster down. That, that, there's no such thing. It's just Southie trailer trash. <laughs> yeah. You don't want, you don't want Southie. That's all it is. How you like them apples? Yeah. yeah it's, it's oh, I don't good. like them Thank apples you. very much at all. That's the worst thing about Goodwill Hunting is that it actually, you know, glamorized the Southie people. Yeah, it, it endears yeah. you to those uh, those Rana towns Quattis. and stuff. Rana but but Doug, just like I live in Gainesville, I channel where I was from. You're not from up there. No, so I don't channel, channel your New York. York. I don't channel Long Island either. Trust me, I don't fit in anywhere. I, I really don't. <laughs> um, well, then come to Florida. <laughs> we'll take yeah. you. Okay. With Florida, arms. where you've been kicked out everywhere else. Yes, that's. <laughs> that's the state motto it's so great um so yeah i mean i brought this movie to the table because i love it so much it's one of my top favorite science fiction movies um and i think i you know established and demonstrated the reasons why i like this throughout this this whole episode um and you've t you touched on it joe i mean every performance in this no matter how big or how small was spot on i mean you're right this this set Jude Law's table. I mean, yeah. he became Jude Law because of this movie. I mean, everybody saw what he can do, and now he's Jude Law, you know? Yeah. Um, but all of them. I mean, every one of them. I mean, it, it, yeah. Big and small. It was so great. The story is absolutely beautiful. Um, I love when they can do that with science fiction, when it's not just the science fiction that they can bring that beauty and, and the message without beating over the head with it. I mean, this was, it was so subtle. I mean, we talked earlier about the, the, the call and response. I mean, even in the end when Lamar talks about his son, the very first friggin' scene in the movie is Lamar asking if he's told him about, you know, Jerome, he's told him about his son. Yeah. And then boom, it's in the last scene of the movie, you know, um, just the subtle little stuff that links everything all together. So 
Um, I will go higher than everybody else, not crazy, uh, but it's a solid 4.2 for me. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I think it's safe to say you should watch this movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, I, and if you're like me and, and somehow you missed it, dude, it is not one of those 90s sci-fi movies that didn't age yep. well or anything. Like it, it's, it feels like something that could be made today. Yeah. You know, 100%. The it, only it, thing, it, I, only thing I would say is that if don't watch it while you're tired because the score will probably oh god yeah that's oh steps. definitely we'll knock you knock you the hell out right I mean it's but I mean it's it's a beautiful score but I you yep. with with so little dialogue in certain parts of the film yep. there's just a sweeping orchestral yep. music yep. yeah awesome. if you're if you're not drinking Red Bull you you know you might <laughs> yes you might you might not off during it it's you are but, so you know, right that's when, not, when you not, look not, at it's it not though, boring it's just really you know yeah when you look at it it looks super modern still like it looks like relevant right. like current like it looks like it could have been made a couple years ago it doesn't well, look old I mean, like it doesn't have that like up. 90s feel to it yeah it's 20 you know, because years there's, there's no cg there's not like a, a like aliens walking the streets yeah. or right. some right. kind of special like you know and even the little old i guess the little pdas where they're putting little blood samples and stuff in there right it it, it holds you know what up it reminds me it, of it visually go too crazy visually it reminds me of westworld yeah yeah i can yep. see that uh, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely so yeah, so folks, I mean, if you, if you didn't already get it, you know, we're all on board for this great flick, and we'd recommend it to anyone. You're really going to enjoy it. So Go sure. watch it. We got some people to thank. Uh, first, we'd like to thank show sponsor, Mo, Mo, Mo. Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you are injured on the go, Mo, Mo, just call Mo. Mo. Legal questions, just call Mo. Mo. Uh, if you want to check a box and get a bigger dick Mo, genetically Mo, somehow, Mo. it's not your guy. Don't call Mo. Don't text Mo. No. No. I want to know, Eric. Do you plan those out ahead of time, or do you just come up with that on the top of your head? No, it's just it's. Uh, uh, I was that was that was really good. Then. Improv. Yes. Thank I was you. wondering. I'm like I'm like I wonder if because he's they're always super funny. I'm like I wonder if he thinks of these ahead of time and just kind of plans it out. No, he's just a witty dude. Yeah. Oh, you guys are too nice to me, man. Well, it's true, dude. I'm only telling oh. you what's true. All well, love, you. brother. All love. I gave you my body. You gave me your dream. Nope. <laughs> Don't worry. If we keep, if we you weren't this... supposed to tell anybody about that, Doug. Oh where, where's, where, where's that romantic music? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, baby. I gave you my body. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug. You gave me your dream. Yeah. So I just want you to know that after the last time I saw you, Eric, I went to the uh, the the genetic testing place. <laughs> 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 quick! 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 Dixie cup. Oh. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we've got some other people to thank our, uh, our Patreons. They're wonderful people. Um, they contribute to the show every month and, uh, it means the world to us. So, uh, we're going to read through the list here. We've got, uh, Hannah Christ, Peter Bianco, Brian Gower from the tone jerks and the second button podcast. Will Lehu from the just surprise me podcast. Tony DeGraw, from a lot of podcasts, the Signal Path Podcast, the Texas State Boggle Chance Podcast, the Texas Size 10-4 Podcast, and a frequent uh, guest host on the Just Surprise Podcast. And actually uh, going to be on the next full movie episode of this podcast. Oh, right. He is. He is. So uh, everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Uh, next, we got Mr. Michael McVeigh from the great state of Tennessee. And last but definitely not least... Uh, former host, guest host of this show, and he will be returning, I imagine. Mr. U G Rection. Yes. Mr. Rection, thank you so much. And guys, remember, as always, visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. See? <laughs> I fucking love that. When you got a kid <laughs> telling you, you got to get on that shit. Yep. Right. So, so, Mark, where can people find you? Is there anything you want to plug up here? Uh, well, you can still find me on langartdesign.com. I am a freelance graphic designer, so if you need, uh, my, my specialty is actually logo design, but uh, print media, uh, websites, uh, or you know, if you just need some consultation, even to the point where I, I don't really advertise this, but um, you know, if someone needed some help in learning Photoshop or learning uh, Illustrator, you know, that's something else I could do as well, just as for, cool. from a consultant perspective. But uh, yeah, uh, definitely check me out again. It's Lang Art Design. It's L A N G A R T, which is a mixed mashup of Langston and art. So Lang Art and Design. Nice. 
Nice. Dig it. Please check it out, folks. Please. Dig it. And if you need a video surveillance system, no, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Let's nope. sell them. Yeah, exactly. We do that, too. Um, yeah, we do. All right, if you folks. want to be on the next episode of Cheaters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys remember that show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It still comes on, doesn't it? God, yeah, it's on love... VH1 sometimes. Yeah. Oh, there's like a new uh, live PD also called Live on Patrol. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No. I like trash TV. Like, what can I tell you? Like, yeah. I just love trash I don't TV. I dislike it. If I'm in the mood, I'll, I'll, I'll pop it on. It's brainless fun, you know? So, all right, well. <laughs> this is the reaction to you saying you found a new cop show to watch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Doug! Yeah, that oh, might have been it. But uh, talking about brainless, I'm very brainless right now because it's late and I'm tired and I'm old and I got to get up tomorrow to go to work. So, well, go to work from... Yeah. Oh fuck! I gotta work tomorrow. I forgot about office, that. But you know, it's been over a week since I've been at work, so I gotta yeah, go back that's tomorrow. True. You gotta get back in the swing of things there. <sighs> climb some, climb some ladders. Get on some roofs. Yeah. In yeah. the fucking hot weather. Well, I mean, I was out in the hot weather all last week too, yeah, but I was true. riding roller coasters. It is it's a different, different when, it's, when you have fun. It really yeah. is. Yeah. You know. So all right. Don't folks, climb any uh, borrow yeah. ladders though. We learned that. No, do yeah, not no borrow a ladder. Please do not. I will. I will be a degenerate though. Yes. Mark, dude, thank you so much. It was kind of last minute, um, but yeah. I, we really appreciate you coming on. It's always a good time. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll figure are, out the next one time. and have you back. Yes, you, sir. You are rock solid, buddy. All right? Appreciate it. Um, that said, lights, camera. Fuck off. Fuck you, Doug. Fuck you, Doug. Big ass titties! This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. And be sure to check out Monday Morning with Mo every Monday morning on Facebook Live with free answers to your legal questions. Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury? Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's, he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. 